أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا وحبيبنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين All praise due to Allah and may his peace and blessings be upon our beloved Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to today's podcast Now everyone in their life is going to face some form of adversity in one way shape or form and this is a promise from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran afahasiban nasu ay yutraku ay yaqulu amanna wa hum la yuftanun where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says that um, do the people think that when they say i believe in Allah that they will not be tested so surely as people who profess la ilaha illallah surely those who are the believers surely those who consider themselves amongst the ranks of the muslims those who are carrying the call of islam surely they may may face some sort of trials and tribulations and adversity and because of the nature of this worldly life and the tests that we face whether whether it be on a personal level it could have been for example that you've lost a job it could have been that you lost a loved one um or it could be something that we perceive to be positive like we get a salary increase or um we get a raise or there's um a blessing like a child all of these things are considered to be um part of our test in this dunya where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is trialing us with all of these things and seeing how we respond to them now during this turbulent um these turbulent times where whereby we are tested by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, with either something that we deem to be positive or something that we perceive to be negative it's important that our hearts have the correct understanding have the correct disposition because although so many things are happening ex- externally the believer it's important for the believer to always have the correct beliefs within him that center him center him that help him navigate through these trials and tribulations according to that which pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is in fact what distinguishes the believer from any other person on this earth is that he is able to navigate through life with the grounding and the purpose that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created him and will ultimately trial him in this dunya and one of the mechanisms or one of the ways in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um you know ensures that we keep on the straight path is by teaching us a concept known as al-istiqama right al-istiqama and al-istiqama in the english it's sometimes translated as steadfastness right um or it is also i've seen other translations whereby it's also translated as being upright um but the scholars in islam they have explained in some detail what is this concept of al-istiqama right and but that by having this istiqama by having this steadfastness fastness the believer is able to navigate through the dunya 
through the ups and the downs, through the adversity, through the trials and tribulations, uh, keeping his belief firm and keeping his belief steadfast. And so Ibn Rajab al-Hanbali, the great scholar, rahmatullah alayhi, he states that al-istiqama hiya suluku sirat al-mustaqim. He says that steadfastness is about treading the straight path. وَهُوَ دِينُ الْقَوِيمِ مِنْ غَيْرِ تَعْوِيجٍ عَنْهُ يَمْنَةً وَيَسْرَةً And it's about staying upon the deen without any deviance whatsoever, whether right or left. وَيَشْمَلُ ذَلِكَ فِي الْطَاعَاتِ كُلِّهَا الظَّاهِرَ وَالْبَاطِنَةِ And it encompasses all of the actions of obedience to our Creator, whether it be apparent or in or in secret and it is also about abstaining from the prohibitions now imam mawardi he mentions five facets of istiqama so we understand istiqama as being holding firm to the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without any deviance whatsoever. And abstaining from that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prohibited and remaining firm on that. And during the course of one's life, one of the, one of the things that a person may get tempted with is deviating from the path of truth. Because the road can sometimes be long and arduous and difficult. As is evident in the in the seerah of the Prophet ﷺ, where we see the Prophet ﷺ um, undergoing in enormous hardship, enormous adversity. Right? You saw him, for example, being physically um, abused, whereby people would throw stones at him in Taif. You saw him being boycotted, being called lies, having allegations being, um, uh, you know, pushed against him. So the Prophet ﷺ went all, through all of this and he ﷺ was the best of examples with regards to how to deal with this adversity. Until the very end, he ﷺ remained steadfast. We also see these examples of steadfastness with regards to the companions of the Prophet ﷺ, whereby they had their ups and downs. There were times in which they were prosperous, where they had their businesses, where things were going well, but there were also times of incredible hardship when, when things didn't go their way. And I guess that the real test of someone's iman is when things go a bit sour, is when the trials and adversity comes. Because ultimately Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to see how we respond to this. And so Imam Awardi, he mentions five facets of uh, istiqama. And this is in his explanation of uh, the ayah in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says, Inna ladina qalu rabbuna allahu thumma istiqamu. Right? The first is, thumma istiqamu ala anna allaha rabbuhum wahdahu. Right? And this is what Abu Bakr al-Siddiq radiallahu anhu had affirmed. Right? When, um, when he said that what it means by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying that and those who remain steadfast is that they acknowledge that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's the firm acknowledgement 
and the firm belief and certainty that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is their Rabb, wahdahu, associating no partners with Him. So it's that pure, firm belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's the first aspect of istiqamah. The second part is istiqamu ala ta'atihi wa adai fara'idihi. The second part is being firm on obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and adhering to the fard, the fara'id. Right? Adhering to the actions which are compulsory. Right? No matter how difficult they may be. Right? So when it comes to any one of our fara'id actions, whenever it comes to any action which is in obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the believer remains firm on it and is consistent upon it and is constant upon that path. Whether it be his individual obligations, such as the salah, such as paying the zakat, such as um, performing the hajj, or being good to one's parents, or any one of these actions. Or whether it be uh, some of his collective actions, such as giving da'wah, giving nasiha, right? Sometimes in the field of da'wah, there are certain obstacles that one will encounter, right? But will he continue performing the action? Will he continue carrying the call despite the adversity that he, that he is facing, right? It may come at a cost in terms of, uh, you know, um, uh, it is stopping some, maybe his his career aspirations, or for example that he's getting some negative criticism and he and this negative criticism is getting to him. But again, we always remember the example of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and he was the best of examples, right? If he sallallahu alaihi wasallam, who even before Islam, he was called Sadiq al Amin, he was called the trustworthy, the truthful one. This was. In fact, unheard of in the Arabian Peninsula at that time. No other person had been called Sadiq al-Amin except for the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So if a Sadiq al-Amin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam himself had faced all of this adversity in adhering to the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then what more us? Right? So, istaqamu ala ta'atihi wa adai fara'idihi. Right? And so... He is consistent and he is steadfast on adhering to the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and fulfilling um, his commandments, right? And this also goes as well with the collective actions, right? Such as um, the call towards the re-establishment of the khilafah. This is also something which is fard and is something that is fardu kifaya, right? And so in order for someone to consistently and persistently carry the call, it requires a great deal of steadfastness, istiqamah. It requires, it requires a great deal of patience. Right? Because sometimes um, what can enter into the heart of the believer is a sense of despair. That it's been a hundred plus years since the uh, dismantling of the khilafah. The ummah has remained stagnant over, over such a period of time, or it is perceived that the ummah has remained stagnant for such a period of time. And day in, day out, you are actively engaged in the call towards the resumption of the Islamic way of life. And yet, there is a sense that maybe a sense of despair whereby 
you're thinking oh, what's been done over the past year what's been done over the past 10 years what's been pa- done over the past century and again right we w- during these times we have to look back at the the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam himself right and um how did the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam respond in such um in such a context whereby there was overwhelming despair right there were companions that were being tortured the people of mecca weren't receptive to the call of islam right by far and large people were uh, boycotting him right he was completely isolated from the society that he had lived lived in for so long so how did the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam um you know how did he respond right and we see this in the quran where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um he says inna alladhina qalu rabbuna allah thumma istaqamu fala khawfun alayhim wala hum yahzanun right and this is a compelling ayah in the quran where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala associates this istiqama this steadfastness where he says inna alladhina qalu rabbuna allah thumma istaqamu that he says and those who say that our lord is allah rabbuna allah thumma istaqamu and then they remain steadfast fala khawfun alayhim there is no fear that befalls upon them wala hum yahzanun and they will not grieve la khawfun alayhim wala hum yahzanun there is no fear that will befall upon them nor uh, uh, nor shall they grieve nor shall they be sad and so for the one that is carrying this da'wah this this noble da'wah it is important for him to uh, really uh, inculcate within his heart this istiqama right so it's about adhering to the commands of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala no matter what the third part that imam mawardi mentions is ala ikhlas ad-din wal 'amal ila al-mawt right and so it is to make his deen sincere purely for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's sake and to do these good deeds until he dies right which is we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the husn al-khatima whereby we are working for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's deen until the very end because again in in the in the life of any person there are trials tribulations and adversities how do you get over these adversities throughout your life and remain consistently on the path sincere purely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and making your actions purely for his sake right and then um and then doing that consistently until you die right because you know us as human beings sometimes we'll do things or we'll have this great burst of energy until uh you know until a week or maybe a month or a year or a few years but then we'll have our lulls as well whereby you know we we lose motivation and we lose hope istiqama helps us remain firm and remain consistently um, adhering to the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala throughout our life um, the fourth facet is thumma istaqamu fi af'ali fi af'alihim kama istaqamu fi aqwalihim right it is to have steadfastness in their actions as they are steadfast with their saying right meaning that the person who has istiqama embedded into his heart his actions are reflective of his sayings so if he is 
preaching uh, one thing, he is also performing this thing in his in his everyday life, and this will help foster and build and consolidate uh, this this istiqama, this uh, uh, this perseverance and this steadfastness. And the fifth part that Imam Awardi he mentions is thumastaqamu sirran kamastaqamu jahra. Right, and he is steadfast secretly, as he is steadfast in public, and so his public actions are also reflected in his private life as well. So, as he is, you know, upright and up outstanding in terms of his actions and his ibadah and his uprightness in the public sphere he is also upright and he is also adhering to the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the private sphere and uh, some of the scholars they mention a um, a sixth part right but really Imam Mawardi his 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 five are all encompassing but some add anna al-istiqama ay yajma'a bayna fil ta'at wa ijtinab al-ma'asi Right, that istiqama it combines the actions of obedience with the ijtinab um, al-ma'asi, staying away from sinful behavior. Right, because uh, and and they and they talk about this as being an integral part of um, istiqama. Now, istiqama, the idea of steadfastness, like we said. Is not something which is only physical, but it is it all. It begins with the heart, because it is ultimately an action of the heart, like tawakkul is reliance on Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. When you look at someone, you can't see that they have tawakkul, right? You can't, um, you know, it doesn't manifest in his in his physical being, right? He doesn't have, uh, you know, a Word that pops up uh, on top of his head that says tawakkul or that he is a believer, right? Um, but it is manifest in his heart, right? And likewise as well, istiqama, istiqama, is something that is that resonates in the heart. And Ibn Rajab he explains, aslul istiqama istiqamatul qalb ala tawhid, right? He says that the origin of istiqama is the steadfastness of the heart. On affirming Allah Subhanahu wa Taala's oneness, وقد فسر أبو بكر رضي الله عنه الاستقامة في قوله تعالى إن الذين قالوا ربنا الله ربنا الله ثم استقاموا بأنهم لم يلتفتوا إلى غيره. Right, and so uh, Abu Bakr Siddiq رضي الله عنه has explained the ayah in which Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, and they are those who say that we. Uh, our Lord is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And they remain steadfast And they do not Turn to anything else So their their focus Is purely on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And they do not fo- uh, Turn away From that focus In any in any way Right? And this is beautiful. Where it is said that and when the heart becomes steadfast 
on the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, on fearing him, on uh, on uh, 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 having this um, this khashya, yani this uh, revering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and hoping in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and uh, making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and relying completely on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without any partners, then naturally all of his actions will follow suit. Right? And so istiqama first begins with the heart. And we see istiqama uh, being emphasized in many ayat of the Quran. Right? Um, and there are many, right? Even in Surah Al Fatiha. When we say "Ihdina Sirat Al Mustaqim," right, guide us to the straight path, right? Again, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is talking about Al Mustaqim, the Sirat Al Mustaqim, guide us to the straight path, being firm on the straight path. Now, uh, Imam Nawawi, in his Riyadh Al Salihin, uh, he just mentions uh, a few ayat. Um, the first is where Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala orders the believers, "Fastaqim kama umirt." وَمَنْ تَابَ مَعَكَ وَلَا تَطْغَوْ إِنَّهُ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ بَصِيرٌ Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says and remain steadfast فَاسْتَقِمْ كَمَا أُمِرْتْ As you have been commanded وَمَنْ تَابَ مَعَكَ وَلَا تَطْغَوْ Right? You and those who turn in repentance along with you وَلَا تَطْغَوْ And do not transgress the limits إِنَّهُ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ بَصِيرٌ and verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees what you do. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ordering us in this verse to remain steadfast. Now, um, one of the challenges about with regards to remaining steadfast is that feeling or that sensation that perhaps you're isolated in all of this. Um, indeed, the Prophet ﷺ, the Sahaba must have felt completely isolated when they were undergoing the trials and tribulations they underwent through when they were in Mecca, where they were boycotted, tortured, etc. Now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He comforts the believer when He subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَا اللَّهُ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا تَتَنَزَّلُ عَلَيْهِمُ الْمَلَائِكَةِ أَلَّا تَخَافُوا وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا تحزنوا وأبشروا بالجنة التي كنتم توعدون where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says and those who say that verily our Lord is Allah ثم استقاموا and they remain steadfast on this تتنزل عليهم الملائكة then the angels will descend upon him ألا تخافوا ولا تحزنوا right saying do not fear and do not grieve وَأَبْشِرُوا بِالْجَنَّةِ And give glad, glad tidings and receive glad tidings of Jannah الَّتِي كُنْتُمْ تُعَدُونَ That which you have been promised. نَحْنُ أَوْلِيَاءُكُمْ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ Right, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says you will have um, you were allies in the world and in the hereafter. وَلَكُمْ فِي وَلَكُمْ فِيهَا مَا تَشْتَهِي أَنفُسُكُمْ وَلَكُمْ فِيهَا مَا تَدَّعُونَ نُزُلًا مِنْ غَفُورِ الرَّحِيمِ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then says, You will have therein whatever your, your souls desire and requests. And an accommodation uh, from the 
all forgiving, the Ghafoor Rahim, the forgiving and the merciful. So it was such a beautiful ayah from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and comforting the believers and telling them the this this great reward uh, of being steadfast. Now there are also a hadith where the Prophet وسلم, um he he for example it's narrated by Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu annahu qal right so Abdullah ibn Mas'ud he says that the Prophet وسلم, said khatta lana Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam khattan thumma qal that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he drew a line right and he said so he drew a line on the ground and he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said hadha sabilullah right he says this is the path of allah thumma khatta khututan an yaminihi wa an shimalihi and then the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he drew lines on the right side and then he drew lines on the left side thumma qal hadhihi subulun and he said these are the various paths ala kulli sabilin minha shaytanun yad'u ilayhi right and he says that in each one of these paths is a shaytan that is calling to it subhanallah right you have this sirat al-mustaqim right and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to be firm and steadfast upon this path but also as well we see different pathways there are these different paths that we can take and the prophet ﷺ is saying that in each path there is a shaitan that's calling towards it right so in our life we there be maybe moments that we are on siratul mustaqim but then there are times in which we see the various paths and shaitan is tempting us to it but the prophet ﷺ says that these are the subul that these are the 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 various paths right and warned us that there's a shaitan in each one of these paths and then the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam recited the ayah of the quran where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says wa anna hadha sirati mustaqiman fattabi'uhu wa la tattabi'u as-subula fatafarraqa bikum an sabilih right where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says wa anna hadha sirati mustaqima and this is my straight path fattabi'uhu and so follow it wa la tattabi'u as-subula fatafarraqa bikum an sabilih and do not follow these other various um, paths so that you become then divided, right? Uh, or divided from the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so the Prophet in this hadith is telling us the importance of staying the road, staying the path, treading the path. Also as well in, an, in another hadith that is um, narrated by Sufyan bin Abdullah, Al-Thakhafi radiallahu anhum Where he asked the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Where he asked the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa Tell me a word in Islam um, That I will not need to ask anyone after you Right So uh, he says to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Ya Rasulullah Qul li fi la as'alu anhu ahadan ba'dak And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam He he answers in a very succinct and a very simple way. And again, a lot of uh, many of the scholars state that this is demonstrating his jawami al-kalim, that his 
his um, ability to be very concise but very deep in meaning. And the Prophet ﷺ, he responds by saying, قُلْ آمَنْتُ بِاللَّهِ ثُمَّ اسْتَقِمْ Say, I believe in Allah and remain steadfast. And Qadi Iyad, rahimahullah, he says, هَذَا مِنْ جَوَامِعُ الْكَلِمَةِ Right, that this is from the Prophet Wasallam's ability to be very concise and very deep in meaning. وَهُوَ مُطَابِقُ لِقَوْلِهِ تَعَالَى إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَا اللَّهُ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا that this is uh, applying the verse where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and those who say that my Lord is Allah, and then they remain steadfast on it. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us amongst those who are steadfast on the deen, and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us amongst those who have istiqama and allow us to die amongst those who are firm on their Islam without any deviance whatsoever. Consistent upon the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa sallallahumma wa sallim wa barik ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.